I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here are five amazing quickfire entitled people stories for you. Strap in. This is going to be fun. You won't stop smoking on your porch at night. Guess we'll burn our house down. Hi all. I just found out why there were a bunch of flashing lights and loud sirens on the street behind mine last night. And I am gobsmacked. The family that used to live in the house behind me, who ever so helpfully called the police on me after I gave them a heads up about their Wi-Fi, has moved out. And a new family has moved in. Our houses are separated by a couple hundred feet and a brush line. I found this out because they came to talk to me last week about me smoking a joint before I go to bed on my porch and how the smell is terrible and it's bothering them and I just need to not do that. Notes, I smoke precisely one half gram joint on my screened in porch before bed, perhaps three to four times a week. The likelihood that any of the smoke from that is going anywhere near their house is slim to none. I told the new back neighbors I'll turn a ceiling fan on to thin out the smell, but I'm not going to get eaten alive by bugs just before bed because they don't want me to smoke on my own property. The porch is screened in. I guess this answer didn't satisfy them because last night, one of them came up with a cunning plan to get back at me. They dug a hole in their lawn, built a fire with a bunch of green pine wood so it would be extra smoky, started the fire, and then put a box fan pointed at my porch next to the fire and went inside. Three guesses what happened. If you guessed they set their own house on fire, you would be correct. One of their next door neighbors called 911 because some cinders from the fire set my back neighbor's house on fire. I have no idea how much the fire damaged their house. Only that the people who lived there got arrested and given an impressive set of fines for negligence and a bunch of other things. Did I mention my country is under a fire weather warning and all of those fines are multiplied? The juiciest part and the reason I decided to post on here about it was one of the cops was talking to the neighbors who were going on and on about the awful pot smell that I was causing, making the house uninhabitable. The cops sniffed a little bit and told them it wasn't marijuana, it was just skunk. That is quite a strong reaction to be so annoyed at your neighbor smoking that you would build your own massive fire in your garden. Wow. And yeah, it's unlucky that you set your house on fire, but you also did do that like it is your fault. So deal with it. I gave a friend my old Apple pencil and she became pouty because she wanted my new pencil. I managed to get an Apple pencil for an amazing price last week. I was scrolling Facebook and a friend of a friend was selling an unopened Gen 1 pencil for £35. I went out on a whim and bought it. And now I had a spare pencil that I wasn't using. I told my friend about it at school and said that if she'd like, she could have the old one. I bring it into school the next day as she'd agreed. And this was our conversation. Hey, here's the pencil. I begin describing the mechanics and what to do to her. Oh, it's amazing. But why are there marks on it? Oh, sorry. It's had a few chomps from my dog over the years. It works fine though. It's only the barrel with the damage. Thanks. And then she goes quiet. Uh, everything all right? You seem upset. Oh, nothing. It's fine. 
I was just confused as to why I was getting your old pencil. You what? Oh, look, I feel embarrassed for saying this now. I just got really excited because I thought you were giving me the Facebook one because you got it cheap. But it's okay. It's still thoughtful. Just not what I was expecting. Yeah, no, I got it off Facebook still unopened and brand new. If you're going to get RC, I'll just give the old pencil to someone who's grateful. She ended up begging to keep it and then kept it anyway. I wasn't about to argue with the petty princess. Not exactly an explosive story, but still thought it would be a contribution. It's actually been annoying me all day. It's just the obliviousness and the nerves that she has that really got to me. Let me get this straight. Your friend was annoyed at you because you paid for something online and then didn't give her that thing. Wow, that is entitlement 101. I mean, if people like that do exist, let me know. I'd love people to buy things for me online and then I just get them for free. That'd be sweet. If any of you want to do that for me, uh, yeah, get down in the comments. Love you all. It started with, can I have your old one? Then it became, can I have your new one? Why'd you give me your old one? Then it finally became, can I have your old one? Really, really good stuff. Let's carry on. Why it didn't last. The Tale of Ryan. I was just watching Hairspray on Netflix and was reminded of my old pal from uni. In my undergraduate university, I had a friend who was a trans male. Let's call him Ryan. He was part of the Musical Theatre Society at our university and an extremely talented individual. But he was also a very entitled young man. Some of his highlights include faking a sexual assault two weeks after I was diagnosed with cancer. Every time someone asked me how I was, he'd reply for me that she's such a trooper. She's been supporting me through my whole ordeal. I am a sexual abuse survivor. So obviously at the beginning, before I knew the details, I was very invested in helping him through his trauma. Then when it came out, he hadn't experienced any trauma. He blamed me saying I told his parents the wrong story. He literally called me at 2 a.m. crying his heart out, got in the car and sobbed while stuttering and had me repeat what he told me to them because he was too distressed. His version, a boy kept coming up behind him, kissing his neck, grabbing at his breasts, pre-top op, and tried to put his hand down his pants. But the version of all the witnesses I later spoke to, as he was out with a big group of people, was his ex touched his sides in a playful manner while drunk, and by sides, I mean back rib cage in a playful grab before backing off when he said no. That was the assault. And Ryan tried to get the young man kicked out of uni for it, despite the fact he apologized and backed off. Once in the library, the ex left when we walked in and Ryan gave the most evil, twisted, triumphant smirk of glee I'd ever seen. I nearly punched him myself in that moment. I was so disgusted. Ryan also tried to get another student, Dale, kicked out of university because in Ryan's words, he's a transphobic bully who hates anyone in the LGBTQ plus community. What Dale actually said to spark this was, I do sometimes worry about how young they allow children to start hormone replacements in the UK, simply because of the rate of people that decide to retransition back to their birth sex later in life. I read a story a few months ago about a young man who transitioned in his teens and realized when he was an adult that he was only transitioning because his best friend was trans and he got swept up in the whole thing. But by the time he had realized he was in fact a boy, he was in hospital about to get his breasts. He wasted thousands of pounds of his parents' money because he got caught up in what felt like a trend to him. There we go. We were all sociology students having a philosophical debate when that was what was said. Multiple people, including Dale's male lover, had to come forward and then explain that he's not transphobic or anti-LGBTQ+, to then get the complaint dropped. 
Look, you get the picture. Ryan has narcissistic issues. But this one event is something that really will live in my mind forever. As I said, he was part of the Musical Theatre Society and they were choosing their semester musical. The Musical Theatre Society had one black male, one Asian female, and a whole lot of white people. They chose Hairspray, the show about an overweight white girl becoming a TV star, befriending a group of young black kids at school and fighting with them to end racial segregation in 1960s Baltimore. That's a basic description, but the point is there's a big proportion of the cast that are black. Now, I'm aware there are all white productions of Hairspray, and I'm sure they get as much backlash as it did at my uni. I'm also aware the writers of Hairspray have said they don't see anything wrong with all white versions, but that's not the issue. It did end up being a big controversy and getting canned by the society. Here, it was Ryan's mental gymnastics that really blew me away. One day in the car, we were discussing the auditions as Ryan was convinced they'd still be allowed to see the production. And he said to me, I should play Seaweed, who is the lead black male character, because as a trans person, I understand the struggles he faced. To this day, he doesn't see anything wrong with that sentence. A little more about Ryan. He has a supporting and loving family. Only one member was not told he was trans, but has no issues with his aesthetic. He once got told to get out of the girl's bathroom, which made him extremely happy. And if he didn't tell you he was the owner of two X chromosomes, you wouldn't know it. As far as a trans person goes, he got pretty lucky. In those two years, the only negative thing anyone ever said about him was about his selfishness. There are trans people I know who are homeless, disowned, struggling every day not to kill themselves. But Ryan understands the struggles of black people because he's trans. I'm no longer friends with Ryan. I'm sure no one wonders why. And guys, by the way, please, no anti-trans comments. I know a lot of really lovely trans people without main character syndrome and a lot of really narcissistic non-trans people with main character syndrome. Ryan just happened to be both. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Uh, let me get this straight. You think that your struggles as a trans person are equivalent to the struggles of a black person. It is interesting, is what I'll say. It's it's not the most normal logic that I've heard, but fair enough. Uh, full marks for originality, that's for sure. And by the way, I'm not saying that trans people don't face like you know hardship. Of course they do. But to try and link that to to like racism and stuff like that, it's just different, isn't it? I'm not saying one's worse or better, by the way. Like that's up to you. I don't really care. It's just not the same. So you can't say, oh, I know how you feel because I'm a white trans person. That just doesn't make any sense. I think your last point, OP, though, is very very good. Let's not make this an anti-trans thing. Not that you lot would, but you know what I mean. Just someone that happens to be trans and is also extremely narcissistic and entitled let's move on entitled friend thinks it's okay to spike other people's drinks so a little context my husband had a bad childhood which he's only recently getting help for so he can't do a lot of stuff and he also needs to take many different meds that can't go with alcohol antidepressants anxiety meds sleep meds etc i'm not saying it's any problem to me he's improving so much and i'm so proud of him and all our friends know about it. One of our friends, the entitled friend of our story, let's call her Ella, recently had a pregnancy scare, but she wanted to celebrate after it came back negative. She insisted that we go out to a club and go drinking with her. After Ella kept mentioning it over and over, my husband finally broke and agreed to come along. 
I mostly went just because I don't trust Ella with him. I'm not saying I don't trust my husband. It's the exact opposite. It's just that Ella loves flirting and being overly sexual towards him just because he has a harder time setting boundaries because of what I mentioned earlier. About an hour after we got there, my husband ended up going outside for a break because of how loud and bright it was inside. And I left to go and check on him. He told me that he was all right and that he'd be back in a minute. So I went back in. But I caught Ella spiking his drink. It went like this. Ella, what the frick are you doing? Oh, uh, nothing. She then obviously pushes his drink away from her. So uh, is your husband done with his tantrum or whatever? Uh, He's been gone for a while. No, why the frick are you spiking his drink? You know why he can't have that. Oh, but I just want him to loosen up a bit. He's so boring now. If I knew you'd be so controlling, I would have told you off before you started dating him. He's boring because he's trying to get better. What the frick is wrong with you? I'm telling my husband and we're leaving. Wait, no, please don't tell him. Well, since you think it's okay to screw with others' drinks, you can find your own way to drive yourself home. She was already far too drunk to drive home herself, but that wasn't my problem. I obviously told my husband what happened after more pointless begging from Ella not to tell him, and we then left. She's been flooding our voicemail with excuses for what happened for a couple of days, but we've been ignoring her. So that's that, I guess. Quick update, we're gonna go no contact with Ella. And I went back to the bar to explain the situation to them. And they said that they wouldn't allow her back either. I think that means she must be banned. I've got so many other stories about her though. If anyone is interested, I might post those as well. Well, guess what? I'm very interested. So interested in fact, that I only went and found another one. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Entitled ex-friend thinks it's okay to go through others' belongings. So then, people have asked for more Ella stories and I am here to deliver. So this happened before the pandemic, like early 2019. Me, my husband, who wasn't my husband but fiancé at the time, Ella, my twin, no memory why he was there at the time, but hey, and three other friends were at our place for a sleepover. Since apparently my fiancé never had a sleepover with anyone before, mostly because of how he grew up, I'm guessing, so we thought it would be fun to all have one. A couple of hours go by, and we're having fun, drinking, and playing Monopoly. We were all losing horribly to my sibling, if anyone wants to know. Then Ella asked if it was okay if she used the bathroom in our room. Weird, but whatever. I say sure, and she goes. Maybe 30 minutes go by, and I went bankrupt, so I just decided to go and check on her because she'd been gone for a while. I come into our bedroom, and everything is dumped everywhere. I'm talking about important papers, wallets, cards, keys, personal belongings. Not emphasizing what I mean, but I think you probably know. Anything that was once in our bedside tables, but no longer in there. And there was Ella. When I tell you my jaw dropped, I'm not kidding. To be fair, she looked absolutely traumatized and it was the funniest thing. But still, I had no clue how to react. I didn't think we needed to teach adults not to go through other stuff. But there's Ella. I just ended up putting everything back, kicking Ella out. 
I never did tell my husband about this because it's so embarrassing to know that someone came in and saw everything in your bedroom. All he knows is that I caught Ella going through our main stuff and I just left it at that. Thinking about it now that I know how creepy she is, it makes it sound a lot worse. But at the time, I just blamed it on her being drunk. But it wasn't probably the smartest decision on my part. But this was years ago. Ah, so I assume that story then happened before the spiking story. I mean, nonetheless, what a strange woman Ella is. You can't just blame that on being drunk. Nobody just spikes someone else or looks at all their belongings just because they're drunk. You have to be a weird person to do that. And Ella definitely is. Based on those two stories, yeah, good idea not seeing her again. And she definitely is an ex-friend for a reason. To be honest, you could probably say that you should have cut her off just after this episode alone and then you wouldn't have even had the drama of the spiking story but hey at least you've done it now but uh yeah ella doing weird things that i would never ever do speaking of things i would do though clicking on this wonderful playlist on screen right now of all my entitled people stories it is truly wonderful and also it was an amazing segue so just for that alone click on it it's also linked down in the description and is in the pinned comment if you want to see all my entitled people stories episodes in one sit back relax whack them on the background whatever you're doing click it and i'll love you forever planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.